All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Golf Guide Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Serlo, and I have, and this is not hyperbole, an amazing episode of the Golf Guide Podcast for you today. Uh, I am here with my trusted co-host, Jess Stemak. Boat. Good to be here. Strap in, folks. It, this, uh, is a, this is a fun one. We, we've got a doozy um, for you in this episode. We're going to spend the first 20 or 30 minutes of the podcast recapping Hideki Matsuyama's win at the 2021 Masters and all the thoughts and stuff that we had watching the tournament over four days. And then after that, we are going to jump into uh, a little bit of an update. Yeah, uh, development. Yeah, a development uh, regarding Bennett Valley Golf Course. Um, we have covered the situation with Bennett Valley in several podcasts. If you go back and look at our feed from the past five or six episodes, um, long story short, if you catch you up, if you, if you didn't tune in, um, one of the most beloved municipal golf courses in all of California, which uh, my co-host boat is, uh, you say a little familiar with, a little familiar, yeah, a, a, a little familiar with, um, has been you know under fire. There uh, have been people in the municipal government that have talked about um, removing the golf course for housing, maybe you know kind of disrupting what is can only be described as one of the most successful municipal golf operations in the most populated state in the United in the United States. In an absolute gem. In an absolute gem, um, and so it's just been all kinds of chaos, a bunch of kind of shady actors um you know a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes yeah on, on the not a lot side. of transparency a lot, lot of a lot of strange things so we're gonna take a deep 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 dive uh into uh bennett valley and updating you guys on that for another half an hour after that and uh so I, we, we've got a, a wonderful episode of the podcast for you guys lots of master's thoughts and then lots of uh, discussion about bennett valley golf course in santa rosa so without any further delay let's jump right to it with another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Absolutely. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Golf Guide Podcast. It's one of our favorite podcasts of the year. We're recapping the Masters. My good friend Jess Steemack is here with me. And Boat, uh... After several uh, delays in us getting together for uh, for a pod, I, I can say more than ever that it is just really great to be with you, my friend. You too, buddy. A little rain delay never hurt anybody. A little rain delay never hurt anybody. Well, it's it's a little nip and tuck for me right now. Yeah. You know that uh, my, my my first child could be entering the world in Ten four minutes. hours. Yeah. Uh, it, it could be you know it it, it could could be another week or two. I, I I don't really know. So if if I do get a urgent phone call from the wife in the middle of this podcast, you're all, we're all being forewarned. There could is potential for a slightly cut off uh, shortened podcast but I, I think we're safer right now play could be suspended play play could be suspended um all right man let's just let's just get right into it um masters that was despite what i felt like was a little bit of uh a, a lack of drama on sunday I, I think to say the tournament itself as a whole was anything other than fantastic would be uh would be underselling it your thoughts uh, a, a huge win for the game of golf globally uh, I heard Andy North say over the entirety of his career to Hideki that might be worth a billion dollars. Um, billion with a B. Billion with a B. Um, I think it's great. Andy gets a little excited sometimes. The Olympics coming up in Japan. Um, Let's get that mic a little closer. Yeah. Bam. There we go. It's. Uh, I think it's it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Uh, kind of a quiet guy, but I don't think there's anyone that dislikes Hideki on tour. 
uh, seems like a great dude at the end when he spoke English. Just the thank you in English. I thought that was great. The, the crowd loved it. Happy for the guy. He's been really good for a really long time. I mean, it's kind of funny to say it was 10 or 11 years since he was there as low am as, yeah. as a 19-year-old. Yeah. Um, joins a pretty Im- impressive list of guys that won that low amateur up, yeah. and then became Masters champions. Pretty A pretty elite list with names you'll only like, you know, Jack, Phil, Tiger. I mean, that's... It's pretty pretty rad stuff, man. Yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like most of the people that pay close attention to golf. So I, for your, I guess for your casual fans, maybe they didn't see this coming. But as somebody that follows golf really, really closely, even though he wasn't playing his best golf coming into this golf tournament, it, it, this this doesn't really surprise many of us, does it? He hits it a mile in the air. We've all seen the footage of him like one hand finish to like 10 feet with a mid iron you know what i mean yeah it's like the guy's an unbelievable ball striker so after i had some friends who absolutely hammered him beginning of week after 36 holes and then with a four stroke lead with one round to go he was only minus 128 did i not i Dude, absolutely I'm i saw at minus, it, I, I saw minus 155 and like my buddy andy texted me he's like is it just me or should I be just be YOLOing this? Like it's I'm like like it's GameStop and I was it, like, it, Yes, you should. I bet it pretty close to after the the close of the third round. I don't know what it was final, uh, before tee off, but there had to be people just absolutely hammering that final round line. Because I, guess I, I saw it at what minus one fifty five. So if you're at white minus what one twenty. I like, got it. I got it early. Uh Woo. there was some whales moving that line because Four-stroke lead, the guy is on he, – he's striking it so well. I just go, it's either going to take a really low number by someone behind him or an absolute collapse, and I just don't see either happening. No, and, and that's the funny thing is, like, when you got a four-stroke lead going into the final round, like, I know a lot of chaos can happen on the back nine at Augusta on Sunday, but with a four-stroke lead over your closest competitor, like, it's on you. Right, right. Like, really, the old, like, I mean, even if somebody goes out and puts up a 65, yeah. that means Hideki's, you know, he's got to shoot a 68, well, which he's had, proven as well within his wheelhouse. They you know? had to be at seven to start, and everything had to kind of fall apart. And he's, he's, yeah, he, and the guy hits it so high. He's, you know, he's, he's developed less of a pause at the top, more fluid. Putting stroke looked great all week. He was just, he, he didn't look like he, 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 looked like he was reading the greens great. No. Putts from five feet and in were impressive. We're, we're we're saying all this like you know it, you know one, minus one twenty something minus one fifty five like it was yeah. a lock for him to win. Yeah. That being said, yeah, I, I was right in the same. When he hits his tee shot on one and he just flakes it right. Yeah. And it, he just it looks like a nervous golf swing and Xander comes right up and just pounds one right yeah. down the middle. And all of a sudden at the same time, Will Zalatoris is basically birdies one, birdies two. And he somehow makes a miraculous bogey on one. I mean, yeah. th- th- for him to make five there I on saw one, it. he almost made super that impressive. Putt. That was a great putt. Yeah, it was a great putt. But like to get out of there with the five is still really impressive, given where that drive was. And all of a sudden, I, probably that, to be expected. That thought more, came through my head. So, I was like, more so uh-oh. than a birdie. You know what I mean? <sighs> so yeah, yeah. In the middle of that round, he just he did what he had to do. And that's the thing it, is like I I feel as somebody that just shot a a personal you know yeah. best of a round of golf yesterday, and you know I. I didn't have the Masters on the line, right? I was, like, trying to break par for the first time. Nobody knew it, even in my own group. Only, like, you know, my, my buddy that was playing with me had any really idea what was going on. 
And I was jittery, nervous, shaking, making sloppy <laughs> fucking bogeys to like finish. And like this guy's the like, I can't emphasize enough as somebody who's never played, you know, super uber competitive golf before, how difficult it must be to like maintain your focus and play really solid golf when everybody's chasing you. Because at that point, all the pressure's on you, which makes it even harder, I would assume. I know it's cliche, but really, literally the weight of an entire nation. Yeah. And in, in, in a golf-crazed one at that. Yeah. And actually, that's a good point, because I want to follow up on the, the comment you made about Andy North being, you know, being worth a billion dollars. There's obviously no way to quantify that. And like, but He's a young man. For the Americans out there that follow golf casually, yeah. um, you know, Japan doesn't have the NFL. No. Right. It doesn't have. I mean, they, they've, they've the got, Japanese baseball league is Japanese great, and there's league. big stars in the Japanese baseball league. But I mean, that's the thing is, if you open up the papers in the morning in Japan, they're not talking about any of the guys in the Japanese league when it comes to baseball. Everything's Shohei Otani. Yeah. Right. Like it's the guy playing in the major leagues in America. Right. Like, and golf is kind of like on an NFL level in Japan. Right. Like it, it is one of you know the two or three most popular sports I that think everybody have, follows. Uh, the second most courses. Yeah, uh, in the per nation, uh, you know, as far as size, Japan loves golf. Like, yeah. and a lot of people from all over Asia will actually fly to Japan because Japan is a notoriously expensive country. Food is very expensive. Lodging is incredibly expensive. Cost of living is crazy, and somehow they have some of the lowest greens fees in Eastern Asia. So, if, if you're not including like Southeast Asia, like Vietnam, like a lot of people from Korea, a lot of people from China will go to Japan just to play golf because there's so many courses and the greens fees by comparison are super affordable. I mean, it, it, it's a golf mecca. And golf, again, golf, for Americans, think of it as kind of like on an NFL level, but if the NFL was an individual sport, mm-hmm. right, and there was just like one or two stars that was just like everybody who pays attention to the NFL is just paying attention to these one or two athletes in the NFL, that's Hideki, and he just won the biggest golf tournament in the world. I cannot yep. emphasize how outrage i mean it, it's basically well, the asia pacific amateur gives you you know the, the the nod to the next year's masters that's masters saw the foresight there um to get them involved and you know a little bit of oversight on our, we, speaking of getting involved we might have to get a one mark brusinio involved in one of these podcasts pretty soon when he, when he makes his triumphant return to the u.s uh, oh, this oh. summer we're absolutely getting him on and just to hear the impact it made over there like there's there's the streets are probably still buzzing. Well, I mean, that's there's the probably like, some people that are still on a bender. Well, that, that's what's wild is that like he's not just the first Japanese player to win the Masters. He's the first Japanese. He's the first Asian golfer to win the Masters. So it's like yeah. it, like it, it, it while it is so much more important in Japan than it is other places. Just the fact that you actually have a you know an Asian player coming mm-hmm. in and winning the masters that's something the entire far east can celebrate i'd go as far as to say probably a record number of applicants for the asia american championship oh you, do you think so <laughs> <laughs> may need to hire a few new staff members Woo. yeah man <laughs> this is uh the, the opportunity this could have to just grow the game even you know again and an already popular an already Huge popular sport globally, growing it yeah. exponentially i mean if uh if hideki could actually end up winning even just one or two more majors what if he wins a medal in the olympics I mean, that, that's the thing, man. He's like one or – he's probably two major, like, wins away, whether it's an Olympic gold medal or another major two, from getting to the level and probably eclipsing the level 
that Tiger Woods was to Americans in his prime. I mean that that yeah. that that's the that's the kind of stratosphere Could be, yeah. we're talking about that, that Hideki's going into, which is it's a big wild stuff. And what's so good, man? It's like he's so chill about it. I mean, I'm sure you saw that social media stuff afterwards when yeah. he was taking uh, when he was flying out. The jacket through Atlanta. Yeah, it, yeah. It just saw him, like somebody took a snap of him in the Atlanta airport when he was just sitting on his phone, the green jacket just hung over the back of a chair in the uh, you know one of the lobbies. It's just. It's, it's so right. I'm sure the Green Jackets at Augusta were uh, scratching their heads a little bit, wondering how how that could happen. But for for all of us common folk, man, that yeah. that that was really really cool to see as well. Um, also, as long as I'm still talking about social media, yeah. Have you ever been witness to a more overwhelmingly and consensus wide just approval of anything on social media as Hideki's caddy? Bowing to the golf course after he put the flag out on 18. So good. So appropriate. Um, that's, yeah, that, 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 was a, that was a special moment. Really special moment. That's, that's really cool. I, I feel a little bit like a cheese dick for just being in complete agreement with everybody else on this, but. There's no other take. There's no <laughs> other take. There's no it's other like, acceptable take. If you, t- if, you, if you take another side, it's, you will just get shamed off of social media. It, it, it's almost funny that, like, we've never seen something – you know, similar to that before and some sort of like gesture to like, you know, pay homage yeah. to the God. I mean, th- th- that it took this long for something like that to happen is wild, but like, it's just so fitting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, it was wildly, wildly rad. Um, let's see here, man. And any other players that, uh, you know, that you have, have any takes about regarding the masters? I mean, obviously were, were you one of us? I mean, by me, cause you know, I had speed in every bet and every pool that I was in this so- weekend. He probably should have won by like three or four. That's exactly how I felt. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. Um, he's gonna win a few of those things, man. He just has a different comfort level there. Like he just, and he when he was in his prime, he had the ability to do the same thing everywhere else. But he just musters up these runs, where it's just like, oh shit. Yeah, he's not near even par anymore. Um, and you know, Phil, Phil, Phil played great. Certain guys, horses for courses, horses obviously for courses, they, man. that's why they've won there, but it's just a different comfort level, I think. And that's why I think Phil will be able to compete there for the next five to six years. He still hits it so far. Yeah. And just literally has all these positive memories. Like, even if he hits a bad shot, he'll be like, well, he doesn't have bones on the back anymore, but he'll turn to Tim and be like, uh, I shot 66 here one time with three boogies. You know what I mean? Like, we got this. Yeah, they could draw back on those memories and be like, if they get off to a bad start, it's not going to bug them. It's Augusta. Everyone knows you're going to make birdies, even in tough conditions. So, uh, they, they realized, I think they realized after the first round when Justin Rose, what a round of golf, by the way. Four-stroke lead, nine under on the last 10, right? Nine under on the that last 11. That was outrageous. Bananas. Starting with that eagle on eight bananas wow man that, that was, that was golf. i mean so okay question for you what did you think was the more impressive round of golf spieth's opening round which i believe was 65 on thursday rose or hideki saturday uh with the delay i would say well the delay help, i would say on a, a moving day bogey free 65 that, I, <laughs> pretty uh, pretty sick yeah that i mean rose's finish was i uh, probably never ever be done again mm, unless anthony kim plays golf again <laughs> well i will say this i think that hideki's 
Saturday, bogeyless 65 was yeah. the most important round, just, you know, given how the tournament sure. shook out. I mean, that, that was, that was you know, that was the difference maker. Not a lot of times after rounds where you see four-stroke leads at the Masters. No, but I will say this. Since round, after the yeah, after the round. weather delay, yeah. you know, obviously the course probably playing a little bit softer than yeah. it was, and so yeah. it was a little more gettable. On Thursday, that course was firing. I mean, to shoot 65 in the conditions Bakey. that they had, Bakey. with how hard those greens were and how just ejected Correcty. guys were getting, yeah. that 65 by Rose on Thursday is even more remarkable now with oh, like yeah. a couple days of processing. Yeah. Um, what, it was a great round of golf. What, what did you think about the, the greens this weekend? Because I, I heard some people... Again, uh, and, uh, and this is not to bag up, but people, you know, some casual golf fans might look at that and say, ooh, there's little spots of brown on the greens. Like, I'm yeah, not really sure about it's this. It's like, You're not used to seeing imperfections. Yeah, like, it, there's like... Especially with a sub-zero, no matter how much rain or drought they get, they can keep them exactly how they want them. The, the golf nerds, though, are like, oh my gosh, they're playing, f- like, rocks? Yeah. And they're putting them all these pins, like... Woo! Yeah. Licking the chops, like, let's watch these guys struggle. They, they didn't want to ease them into... You know, a bunch of 67s and 68s, like there can be. In Which the is great. Round. Yeah. Which is great. It's, uh, it's a little I, bit different. I mean, I think, you know, they, the whole Bryson thing has probably got them a little frustrated. Like, no, you're not going to come. No, not 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 down Magnolia, but <laughs> you're, you're not going to just, you're not going to overpower us. We, we can't do a full segment on professional golf without at least, you know, at, asking you a quick I question ap- about I the thick apologize. boy. What, uh, I mean, what, what did you think of his performance? I saw Alan Shipnuck on social media was like, this guy is so in his head right now. Yeah. He just can't can't handle it. And uh, that, that, that's kind of what like, I thought. Almost become like we saw. You saw the footage of VJ watching him hit balls at the range. Yes, when he's doing his speed training. Yes. And so people used to watch VJ hit balls at the range, and I did it at the AT and T in two thousand six when I interned, and I literally called everyone on my phone to describe this ball flight. If you have st- stood behind Vijay Singh and watched him hit a driver, it's not a cut. It's not a draw. It is a high fucking knuckleball that just fucking is out of sight so fucking quick. It launches, and you just see the thing go. It's, it's fucking. It's the, it's, and anyone who has sat behind Vijay Singh and watched him hit up closely to where you can feel the wind off his, off his follow through and, and literally – See the ball just goo 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 goo. It is fucking. But the fact that he is watching Bryson balls and like almost like like laughing, he's become a little bit of a sideshow. Yeah, for sure. And I think that uh, could hinder his growth a little bit. I think you're right, especially when you combine that with some of the stuff you see on social media. I mean, I. I I think I, – I don't know if he's completely aware of how much he's almost kind of playing into it because I, I will say this. Yeah. I mean, he's still – in a lot of tournaments, he's very competitive. He's still winning. He's one of the ten best golfers in the world. So it's like part of it's kind of like awesome that he's a sideshow and somehow is still being really, really successful. But when you get to a tournament like this, um, it just – I don't know. I, 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 I made an analogy when I was talking to uh, a buddy last week. It was just like – you know, like I, I watch a guy like that. I'm like, that's not a guy I'd want to go to dinner with. No, 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 no. Oh. Like, I don't know. He doesn't. It, he doesn't rub a lot of people the right way. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. Do, I, 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 they mentioned it a lot on the broadcast, and this is something that I was thinking about going in. Um, he struggled on the greens, and I'm wondering, like, you know, he talked about he, he hasn't had not had a green reading book outside the Masters yeah. since junior golf. Yeah. 
Is is that guy you think so reliant on the green reading book that he gets somewhere where he doesn't has it doesn't have it well, and he's, he's just, so, just lost? He's so I, I've never used a green reading book, so I actually don't know what so, those are. Like. He's so A to B. There's a, there was tentative strokes because he didn't know for sure. Oh yeah, no, this is definitely going that way. He hasn't played there a lot. He doesn't have the con- he hasn't won there yet. He hasn't had a great finish there. So he on the greens, there's not that comfortable aspect versus every other tournament where he can just look at a book and go, oh, hit it there. It makes me feel like they shouldn't allow green reading books at any professional tournaments. I mean, it's a big business now. There's some guys out there that make a living making those green reading books. I, I, well, I, I know that's true. It, yeah. it feels like it's removing a skill that you really should yeah. be able to have. I don't know. Is that just take me? away the green? But you're like, oh, you can listen to an audio book, <laughs> hole by hole. <laughs> I'll paint you a Birmingham, but <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna print out the book. I, I don't know. I, I feel like just reading the green, being able to just go and read greens and, you know, get all the, you know, making all your notes during the practice rounds. That's like a skill that I feel like, you know, all the greatest golfers in history had to have that yeah. a lot of guys don't, I don't know. It, 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 I guess it's kind of like a, a fantasy for me. Like it just seems like it'd be more fun if they didn't have the green reading books I, from I a fan's perspective. Someday we could see a copy of Nicholas's yardage book, what he had written down, Tiger and Phil. Pretty that rad. would be special that would be very very special yeah man that'd be cool um last master's note before we, yeah. we move on here yeah so sunday was obviously void of you know a lot of the drama yeah. that that you know we kind of crave for sunday at the masters you want to see that leaderboard just looking tight and compact crazy on, on the back nine which to hideki's credit you know he he did exactly what he had to do to make it so it wasn't uh as stressful and therefore as entertaining from a viewer standpoint but towards the end of that back nine, Xander Shoffley starts getting close, uh, only oh, to be, Xander. you know, take a pretty sizable tumble on uh, a very gettable par three 16th hole. Did you, you had any thoughts on what, 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 what do you think happened to Xander? He said he flushed it. Um, possibly, I mean, it's gusted there before. He didn't hit it in the middle like, like Norman did. But, <laughs> I mean, it was all over it. He was licking his chops. It was all over the flag. Yeah. Just wrong club at the wrong time. Seven iron. Seven iron definitely maybe a little long, but uses that backstop. Could have been perfect. It probably would have flew next to the hole. Too bad, man, because he made a good swing. You know what I mean? Well, what's, I couldn't believe that he was in that position because if you were watching all of the final round, I, I know you were probably working uh, while you are watching as I well, was right? trying to watch as okay. much as I could. So, like, I mean, if you're watching, like, when he got in, gets in that stretch in the front nine where I believe he bogeys three – bogeys four and then makes maybe the sloppiest double bogey i've ever seen him make on five goes four over for a three-hole stretch like you know three four five on the front nine. i was like fuck man like he's cooked and for him to actually come back even though he's one of those guys where i I was like oh he's gonna come back it just depends on how much he comes back that's the thing is like he looked so bad on five that i i was start you know knowing how well he's able to recollect himself just watch him go bogey bogey double i was like yeah yeah, man, that's I don't think that's especially with the way that Matsuyama that came back and, you know, birdie two and was looking. I was like, there's no way yeah. there's, there's absolutely no way, especially because on that same hole, Hideki was it? He goes in the bunker, has to lay up short and then just jars, jars one to save his part. I was like, done. Yeah. Like At that point, I was like, I can check out like I, there's just no way he's not winning this golf tournament. And for it to get that close crazy on that back nine, I, I, I feel like, you know, Xander's Zal- gonna remember Zal- it as a goat. Zalatoris, 
could have easily won that golf tournament too. He left a ton out there, and I I love that. I love that guy's confidence in himself. His interviews were fantastic. That guy's gonna win real soon. And it, it, you know, it's funny that we it's taken us this long to bring him up, yeah. just because like, hey, we're 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 in the Bay Area, man. For like yeah. a little San Francisco, you know, yeah. native son to actually come out and do that in his as a debutante in yeah. the Masters. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. It's funny because a lot of the uh, the kind of sharper you know buddies that I have that do a lot of golf gambling, yeah. they had Will's Altours everywhere, like absolutely everywhere yeah. and i know he's been playing amazingly good golf on the corn ferry tour for the last year or so and i i had him in one of the pools that i had where you got to choose like a yeah, handful of golfers too. i don't run your pool but um man for, for him to be as good as he was and as I mean, honestly only guy in the entire golf tournament to break par all four rounds yeah i mean he he left so many out there incredible the guy's putting stroke at age 24 does isn't promising because he's already basically got band-aids everywhere um <laughs> i kept that that was the thing i kept thinking yeah. about is like there was a few putts like from four or five feet where they went in yeah but i watched the stroke i was like "Ooh, that's not a good oh, stroke there was like a, that's there not was a good stroke at all <laughs> maybe the one on I forget what hole it was but there was like maybe i don't know 14 maybe 17 maybe there was, there was like a definite redirect which you don't see out there at the masters i i know that it, it's uh i i actually really thought that he still had a chance to maybe pull something off, even before Hideki starts making all those bogeys coming in. But when he hit his approach shot to like four feet on 17 and then missed that to get down to like, you know, like 10 under, that's when I was like, all right, it now is officially like Hideki's to lose. Yeah. Like I was like, if he could make that birdie there and have a little momentum and maybe birdie 18 to get to 11, like this guy's got a serious chance. We're going to be talking about him for a long time. That's a really simple, powerful golf swing. Even Extreme. even with the uh, the putting Ex that you've seen so far, extremely repeatable. Oh, he's gonna have bad putting weeks and still win on tour. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a stud. Oh uh, yeah. It was honestly, man, a, a really entertaining Masters tournament, despite the lack of drama um, on Sunday. Uh, you, you got any closing thoughts or any other observations from uh, from the 2021 Masters? I just wish the next one was in November. <laughs> 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 you mean we actually got to wait a year now? I know. Let's make oh. this a biannual event. Come on. God, that is crazy. I know, Billy. You still got a little bit of juice there. Come on, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let, let, let's get to something a, a little more, you know, close close to the heart here. Yeah. You, you and I on these podcasts have yeah. been very, uh, I'm not going to say like the most dialed in in terms of Benna Valley stuff, but I think we're, you, you especially, you're about as dialed as anybody. Really privy to some knowledge. Yeah, very privy to some knowledge. So, um, you know, the last time we did a segment on Bennett Valley was probably a month and a half ago or mm -hmm. so. And uh, at that point, we were feeling pretty somewhat better. confident. Yeah, better and somewhat confident that, um, you know, enough council members in Santa Rosa were going to change their mind and prevent this $150,000 study from being conducted to look into possible redevelopment for housing mm -hmm. and do a golf course, all that kind of stuff like that. Um, and so do you mind updating us a little bit on just everything that's kind of happened since that point? Yeah. So we're going to expose some things. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, they, that basically the community made their decision for them with all of the opposition. Uh, there was not an advertised, uh, city council meeting. It, it was not advertised. I just got done watching it on zoom. Uh, as in, in those of you that don't know. The city manager, Sean McGlynn, is leaving for... Greener Pastures? Uh, greener Pastures, uh, Escondido. 
So now, basically, he has almost like recused himself. And assistant city manager, I won't say his name, um, but has continued to be not really transparent. I'd say, mm. um, you know, uh, you know, one of the one of the things he said is, uh, and Schwedhelm is the only guy that seems to be um, city council member Schwedhelm. Former mayor, former police chief. He's the only one that, that really feels like he needs to kind of take the bull by the horns and, and be the oversight guy. So one of the big things that was big amongst the golfers is in 2017, and we'll touch on this a little bit more, in, in the middle of that year, we started the capital improvement fee. $1 for nine holes, $2 for 18. So just a, a small additional fee in addition to instead of golfers' the, greens fee. Instead of raising the greens fees that are going to go to the city and the operator, this is in a separate account that is get, supposed to go back into the golf course for capital improvements. Uh, Bob has suggested new tees, a chipping green. Um, and Schwedhelm goes, well, first of all, when did that start? Nutt said, I think in sometime in 2018. This is something he should know. It was in July of 2017. Because when you take a leak in the restrooms of Benner Valley, the sign is still posted about the notice. Ah, yes. <clears throat> I see it a couple times a day. And he says, I don't know, sometime in 2018, I'm not quite sure. As assistant city manager. These are the items you not just should, but you need to know. This is your job. I've stated many times on this podcast, just do your fucking job. Yes. Okay? Hasn't been, hasn't been done. Admittedly, by everyone has, on his staff. Or they, they've admitted that they don't have the wherewithal to do their job okay which is a problem Schwedhelm is going how much money is in that account he couldn't say exactly how much money was in that account oh then he doesn't know or he doesn't doesn't want to doesn't want to share maybe both i don't know i'm not in those offices Mm. um okay and then he goes on to say yeah, uh, you know, is uh, a lot of the people that I represent, they're wanting to know where that capital improvement money is, how much is it, and what are we going to use it towards, right? And in the past, he had said, oh, yeah, we've done lots of things to the golf course with the capital improvement money. They haven't done anything, Kyle. But how would you know? Do you work there? Uh, just for 21 years. <laughs> okay, okay. I just okay. want to make sure. <laughs> so they haven't done anything. That's That's like strike one, okay? And then two, Schwedhelm is just beating home the fact like, dude, you got to be like, this shouldn't be. First of all, it's not any committee's decision. It's not city council's decision. It is now his, his decision and his alone, which is another problem. Which is crazy because how, how, if it's the capital improvement, you know, account, yep. that, that account isn't supervised by the golf course in terms of, because they're they're obviously the ones that know Bob, what needs to Bob be done made recommendations and not also uh, uh, sorry uh the assistant city manager i'm not gonna name names he said we've done lots of things uh bob has made a lot of requests and kind of said hey we need to do this the golfers are getting antsy do you need to show them at least something and then he contradicted himself saying well actually we haven't used any of it and we've been trying to save it up to help with the new irrigation project that we're going to need. Okay? So he's already contradicted himself. Okay. Good start. Okay? Not good. Another problem. 
Then he goes, and you know, we're still meet. I still meet with Bob once a month. But when this all started, someone named Bob told me, haven't met with him in over a year. So today he doubles down and goes, oh yeah, no, I still meet with, with the operator, Bob once a month. And I don't know if Bob is watching this. So right before I headed over here, I text him with that quote. And he goes, really? Guess I wasn't invited. <laughs> the golf course, the golf course. So for everybody listening, so the golf course operator currently in charge, the, the assistant city manager has said he meets with this gentleman once a month to make sure he's completely on top of everything. And when the golf course operator was asked, hey, how are these monthly meetings going? His reply was essentially, what monthly meetings? Yeah. No, they're just verbatim. I still meet with Bob once a month. And the response was, I guess I wasn't invited. Wow. <laughs> it's like, how, how are you doubling down? Dude, transparency and oversight. Uh, but if there's no oversight, the only oversight right now really is Schwedhelm asking these questions. Which is pretty wild. Where are all the other city councilmen at? <laughs> there's, you don't need to be transparent if there's no oversight. And I don't know how he is allowed to decide what to do with the capital improvement. I don't know how that happens, Kyle. I feel like that should be the responsibility of the golf course operator because they're the only ones that truly know what improvements need need to be addressed and are worth spending the golfer's money on those improvements. And he also said, yeah, you know, Bob made recommendations and requests, and I looked at him, and I, I didn't think they were uh, – I, I, I hate to misquote him, but I don't think they were good. Oh. Yeah. So another little nugget. So he's a golf expert. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad oh. you said that. Oh. So I guess there's now um, going to be a $30,000 contract out to bid for a, air quotes, golf expert oh. to help with the literature of what is going to go into the request for or RFP. Request for, I'm drawing a blinker. Um, proposal. Sorry. RFP. That's okay. Request for I, d- I didn't help you because I was okay. blanking too. Okay. <laughs> and Bob hears this from another person in the city and says, well, that's just silly. I can do that for free. Because is Bob not only a municipal golf course expert, he is Bennett Valley Golf Course's golf expert. Mm. And what they're not seeing is whoever they give this $30,000 contract to, they are going to come get the information from Bob and Donnie Ballard, the superintendent. When all they had to do was say, hey, Bob, can you help us out here? He offered, and they said, nope, we'd rather spend the $30,000. So Bob Literally offers... to draw up a request for proposal. So Bob offers to do it gratis. Gratis. At, 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 at no cost. At no cost. And their decision was, instead of doing that... Let's torch $30,000. For someone that's only going to go get all their information from the same guy that offered to do it for free. Exactly. That seems like a curious business decision. Something's going on there. <laughs> like, when I made the post on Facebook with all the specifics two and a half months ago, I kept going to the, 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 the statement, does this add up to anyone... Does it add up? The fact that they don't want 
his input on a request for proposal. You can Google it, Kyle. Like there's, there's all, all that stuff is on the internet. You can look at thousands of RFPs, but they don't want advice from literally probably one of the most, I'd say top five or top 10 public golf course experts in California, let alone the one who has been working at Benavent Valley Golf Course since the early 80s. That, mind blown. Blows my mind. So, I know you're, you're struggling to get you wrap your mind. And, you know, and me, me too, buddy. Me so too. It's funny. So, because like when you when you lay it out like that, to me, like the only rational reason that anybody would choose to do something like that is if they thought, oh, like we're not going to get the information that we want from this guy or we don't think this person who's offering his services is an honest actor, right? Like we, we don't think we're going to get like proper good information from this person. So while it is nice, it, it would be a great, I mean, it is very clearly like because in theory been, the best expert. Because it's been so poorly run, Kyle. The but, course is an absolute well, shambles. I mean, that, that, that's my question to you then. Do you, do you really think that they're electing to spend $30,000 unnecessarily because they think that the golf course over the last 20 to 40 years while Bob has been there has not been adequately I mean what, anyone anyone who th- thinks th- there that has is, to be a taking, reason is taking crazy right, like there, there has to be a reason that they would decline his offer and I it's can't wrap my head around like what sort of rationale these decision makers are using to justify spending thirty thousand dollars on something that is going to be inferior to the product that they could in theory get at no cost so it, it's to me like there shame. has to be ulterior motives and I can't for the life of me figure out what they are man and it's not like bob is picking up and moving he still (laughs) lives here dude he grew up playing bennett valley you don't think bob cares about the golf course i mean like seriously as as much as anybody does in the community of santa rosa he's still a tax-paying resident like are you kidding me like this is his sons play there i mean his sons work there i mean it's he cares bob is bennett valley golf course yeah like he wants the best for the golf course. This is absolutely ridiculous, man. Again, I mean, do, do you have any guesses as to what their rationale I, I is? For, even, I couldn't even start. I, I mean, honestly, man, because you were like, oh, like you know, maybe he's you know he hasn't run it properly. So they, but what? Like again, I'd like to see he's what running, documents he's, he they're running, looking at to running, make them think he's not the best person possible as to help them as efficiently as possible. I've said that before. He absolutely knows what he's doing, one hundred percent. And honestly, man, like it's funny because I got to take a uh, a friend of mine, a really close friend of mine, to Bennett Valley for his very first round there yesterday. Yeah. Or uh, is, is a guy you know. So my my buddy Keel. Yeah. Uh, was in town to to help help me celebrate my birthday, um, and you know I, I took him out to Bennett Valley Golf Course yesterday for his very first round out there. He's always heard about Bennett Valley as like kind of like you know because we live in Chico together. He was like, this is kind of this is Santa Rosa's Bidwell Park Golf Course, but yeah. it's a little different, I think. It's a much more beautiful golf course, even though I love Bidwell to death. Yeah. But I think this is just a much more scenic, scenic picturesque condition. place to play golf. And, you know, I mean, shoot, man. He walked off the golf course being like, yeah, I got my ass kicked. But, man, that is so beautiful. I, like, it's I, an awesome what, golf course. What, what a gem. And, like, dude, yesterday we went out and paid, twenty what, $24 to play 18 holes at like Can't, at like really? noon on a weekday, like you'd be pressed to beat that. And anywhere. on top of that, I, I know they were punching uh, six of the greens. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're pu- you guys are punching this week. Yep. Um, 
the greens that had been yet to be punched, those are country club greens. Oh, they're unbelievable. I mean, I mean the, just in terms of the value of what the people of Santa Rosa get for their, you know, for their greens fee, and the, it's in the surrounding counties. It, it, they, it's they, not like he's just running it efficiently. Big, when, when, yeah, no, like you said, they, he is running it proficiently. Oh, I mean, it is ab- absolutely the best bang for the buck I think you get anywhere. I mean, it, it's an incredible golf experience it all really the way is. around, it and really to to come to the conclusion that Bob is anything other than an expert. No, I, I, I'm not saying they're coming to that conclusion, but essentially they are by not wanting. Yeah, but by, by doing what they're doing, they're, facto, that's what they're that, that's, that's basically what they're saying with their decision. And it's just like you might be the only person. And they, the problem is that they they've admitted that they don't understand the operation <laughs> or the golf business. And, and admittedly, okay, uh, d- d- to cut them some slack, which I really don't want to do, but no, you know, the go- this golf course is one of how many hundreds of different things they have on their plate. Like like they they yeah. don't have the time yeah. to dedicate to this while also you know, fulfilling their duties on everything else that's on their plate regarding the city of Santa Rosa. They're like, I don't necessarily blame them yeah. for not being experts, but I do blame them for not having a clue whatsoever. But not not just having a clue, but, but for not, you know, admitting and just being transparent about the fact that they don't know a lot. You know, that's, like yeah, I mean, they, there needs it needs to be one or the other. You know, it's like, it's like, hey, I have 500 different things to do with this city. The golf course is one of them. I know as much as they get filled in on briefings and stuff, things like that. But like, I need to. I I would give it to the expert. I give it to the golf course operator to find out all the information that I would need to know, and that's not happening. The best part is there's dishonesty going about going on about how many times they meet with Bob. Maybe if you actually met with Bob, then you wouldn't be spending thirty thousand dollars. He basically is already employed by you because he has a contract with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the $150,000 contract that they wanted to burn to a $30,000 contract that they could – where they're, they're ultimately already going to get the information from Bob and Donnie. It blows my mind. It uh, it uh, It is befuddling. It's a $30,000 step in the process that doesn't need to happen. You know, they just had that 150k burning a hole in their pocket, man. They just needed to spend some of it. You know, well, it's, like, it's better than 150. Just Good on us. Oh, it just doesn't make any sense. Ugh, I, crazy pills, man. Oh man, yeah. This whole so I, I will it's be exhausting. I I will be curious to find. It's exhausting. So, I, I can't wait to learn Continue who this golf to, expert is they're bringing in. Continuing I can't, I can't to wait. answer the question. So what's going on with the golf course? So much fun. Best part of my day, like 46 times a day. Where's the petition? Do I still need to sign the petition? I'm like, you don't need to sign the petition, but you can if you like. It's funny. It's like assuming that uh, my my child isn't born between now and Friday. I have a a tea time at Bennett Valley, uh, you know, like late late morning on Friday for a couple friends that uh, um, I I think we're just like maybe like a year or two younger than you, right? Uh, And somebody's that are like, hey, man, we really want to play some golf with you if you're still able to. I was like, he's like, yeah, I heard Bennett Valley shutting down, so we got to get up there. I got to play before it closes. I'm like, ah, I don't think that's happening. But Somewhere. if you don't like, because they don't, they live in other parts of the Bay Area. They grew, these are guys that grew up in Santa Rosa, yeah. but haven't lived in Santa Rosa for over a decade. So they are kind of just getting whatever noise filters all the way down to like the other parts of the Bay Area. They're like, oh, it's closing. We got to go play before it closes. These are guys very casual golfers. By Someone the way. called with a four one five area code today. He goes, "Well, you answered my first question. You guys aren't closed, huh?" <laughs> are you guys taking tea times 
And you're just like, and I'm just like, oh. you are a sharpshooter, sir. You are absolutely oh, right. Stick to intuition, pal. <laughs> It'll get you places. Oh, poor guy. Man, that is. Um, that's not. That's a, that, that is a bummer of a development, man. That, that that was really like some yeah. disconcerting news. Um, and then you get the passionate people that come in, and it's like, hey, man, I appreciate the passion, but there's nothing we can do in this golf shop right now. I can't do anything about that. <laughs> like, I, I I appreciate the passion, but it's it's going on three months now. Where we basically going to work with a bulletproof vest on, so you know couple extra batteries for our patients so well, you provided me with a good segue so obviously is there anything else regarding just the whole Bennett valley situation that i uh, hope, hope hopefully there's some blowback from from this last meeting i hope so and it was scheduled so quickly there was no public comment no public voicemail it's like they know what they're doing dude they're trying to I so mean, that they you think they actually put this meeting at a time no one knew about it week where no one knew it. about it until today midday man shade oh it just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me either. This is so for everybody that's out there listening who has been actively involved um, in this process. Please, this is this is the perfect opportunity to continue reaching out 100%. to the public servants of Santa Rosa. Your city councilman uh, writing letters to the assistant city manager is hugely important, and demand that you know how much money is in. That capital improvement fund, one hundred percent. And honestly, we need to see not only the the balance, yeah. but uh, if if you've made improvements, let us know. If you haven't made improvements, which again, he said both, apparently, according let's, to you. Let's, let's update the remainder of that business plan. Let's. I mean, let's let's demand transparency yeah. from your public officials, everybody. If you if, if you care about this, Schwed Home is the only oversight right now. Thank goodness for Todd Schwed Home. Thank you. Um. Well, other than the four one five, uh, the next thing I was going to ask you is, I mean. <laughs> With it being several weeks to our last podcast, yeah. I, I can only imagine you've got all kinds of uh, cannon fodder in terms of uh, tales from the golf shop. Yeah, I mean we're so we're packed. Uh, we're still, we're you know we got a lot of casual golfers, beginning golfers, trying to explain the aeration process to a novice uh, golfer is a bit of a journey. By the way, if assuming people are listening to this podcast, we can we can come to the you know the assumption that they're probably not novices. They're they're interested in golf enough where they're listening yeah. to a nerdy regional golf podcast. So, I mean, very, very briefly, can you just remind me what the point of, just, you know, aerating greens is again? You're taking the little tiny little plugs out of the green. And it's, you sand it, you water it, you fertilize it. It's just good for the soil. It helps the grass breathe. It's a, it's a necessary evil twice a year, weather permitting. What what happens if a golf course doesn't? Like, let's say a golf course is like, oh, we can only do it once a year. Over, it just play o- too much. What, time, what happens? Over time, the, the quality of the grass the consistency of the grass, the health, the overall health of the grass is going is going to diminish. Golf course is a living, breathing thing. Yeah, you know it, for it, sure. it takes. I, mean, they, I, they I just need find TLC it just as much as everybody else. I find it amazing that we've figured this out already. The yeah. fact that be, you know the the agronomists out there know that this has to take place yep. in order for that grass quality to remain the same, and we've come up with some sort of system. And that's why that lets keep going me. is amazing. That's why it amazes me that for eleven months out of the year, when the greens are in perfect shape. People don't realize that's why. Yeah. It's a necessary <laughs> evil. And by the way, this isn't your first trip around the sun, dude. No. No, it is not. By the way, I, I will say this. I, I don't know. So I've never played. So full, full uh, you know, disclosure for everybody, I, I got to play Bennett Valley yesterday. Yeah. And they had, uh, they, they began punching the greens mm-hmm. yesterday. So I think they're, are they doing it like 666? I think it's 666 or if they have to, uh, five, 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 and three. 
So if they got six, I think that's what they worded because uh, seventeen wasn't punched yesterday. So they, it was they got thirteen through sixteen and eighteen were all punched. To, today they did seventeen and two through five. So I think they got five done today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I, I will say this: I've never played on punch screens the same day that they were punched when all the sand was still really compacted. For, before a, a bunch of golfers had a chance to go kick up the sand, it was kind of shocking how not slow they were. It's not. It's not. It's not the staff's uh, first rodeo. They, I, they I, take I, their time on getting the appropriate amount, of, and you can't. When you're punching your greens, you cannot be stingy on sand. No, absolutely not. You cannot be stingy on sand. That's where imperfections are developed. If anything, over sand because that 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 sand is going to go down when you water. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're. The, it was impressive, dude. Like I couldn't believe how well they were rolling with being punched that morning. Like they the were still st- rolling, like is, not that much slower, and they were still rolling yeah. relatively true. It was crazy. Donnie T, Leo Fonzi, Jordan Nick, they're they, they know what they're doing, man. Dude, they, those guys are marvels. Now, is it one of those things where, as they get played on more and more, of that sand gets kicked up, they will get a little rougher before they get better? That's when you reapply. Okay, there's there's reapplication processes. Interesting for sure. And you don't want to mow too soon. You got to let those things kind of fill up before you start scalping them. Got it. Yep. Okay. They, they, it's a great process. They're good at it. Uh, Maya Kama is fantastic at their process. Some mm-hmm. of the other golf courses in the area are a little bit uh, inefficient. I'd say lazy. Um, and that, I mean, the, the that could thing be was, coming from the budget too. From, from what I understand, sand is not cheap. Sand is not cheap. Like sand is like sneaky expensive. So I, I can understand why there's some golf courses that are pinching pennies. Yeah. yeah. Maybe or like eh, let's you know let's yeah, not use quite exactly. as much sand. But if you have the ability. To use as much sand as you need, it sounds to me like from what you're, you know, from what you're saying, that's that's the key. And I have found that golf courses that put their greens ahead of everything else, people still leave happy wanting to come back. Yeah, hundred percent. If you play, oh, you don't hear a lot of people going. You know, we've talked about, it. oh, those fairway bunkers were amazing. We have to come back next week. Oh, the fairways were immaculate, but the greens were terrible. Yeah, we can give it a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? The greens get the people going, Kyle. You're right. I have not heard that before. That's a, that's a really the, the, <laughs> astute the greens, observation. The greens get the people going. Yeah, 100%. And on, again, I, I just, coming back I just want to reemphasize how yeah. unbelievably good the greens of Benna Valley are right now. Like, those, those were they're crazy country good. club greens before they got punched. Those oh, things were nice. Unreal. Nice, nice. Um, like I said, any other tales from the golf shop in terms of, I mean, are, are there a lot of people coming in today just extremely upset that these greens are getting punched so all the people that are booking online it's just like maybe they don't want to see it but the disclosure is there i i saw it because I, I, I booked the time online for my my tea time yesterday and it's to the point where if there's a little bit of a lapse we're calling the book tea times reminding them jim must have made 70 phone calls today in the back office it's the right thing to do yeah yeah and and people are really appreciative when you get them on the phone when you start with i'd love to help you get a tea time but we should warn you we're in the middle of our aeration process and a lot of the responses are, wow, thank you for being so forthcoming. Because, honestly, there's nothing. We'll, we'll, we'll call back in two weeks. There's nothing more bummery than. There's, there's some I mean, crazy, great, you shouldn't there's be, some you shouldn't be operations out. where they're banking on the fact people showing up, they're not going to not play. You know what I mean? Right. This is a big revenue down next couple weeks, uh, but it's a necessary evil. And you got to be honest, man. You You have to be honest. And that's what I feel like we're really, 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 really good at. Because a lot, all, basically, all of our play is return play. So we you're saying we, we don't want to lose play. Bennett Valley is not only a great golf course; it's incredible value, but it's filled with employees and staff that actually 
really, you know, really look out for and 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 provide amazing customer. This Bob guy must be shit at his job. Dude. He obviously doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Get him out of there. Oh, I know. nothing adds up anymore, Kyle. Wow, that is wild. It's not wild 2001 wild. anymore, buddy. Oh, man. Simple times. Yeah, simple times. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Benna Valley. So, so good. I, again, I, I, I'm actually in the middle of a, a, a big Benna Valley streak for me. I'm, uh, I played 18 on Monday. I didn't play any golf today, but I did hit range balls. At Benna Valley, yep. assuming this child isn't coming this week, yeah. I'm also scheduled to play nine holes early tomorrow morning for uh, for the birthday. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to play Thursday league Saw the roster. on Thursday, Saw the and, roster and, and then I'm also planning to play 18 on Friday. So I'm going to hit Bennett Valley so get it while the in some form good. all five days this week, oh, yeah. and I am juiced about it. It's fantastic. Oh, man, life hopefully, is good. Hopefully, man. Our, uh, hopefully it's there for our kids to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I sure hope so. God, that would be devastating if it wasn't. Oh. Um. Oh man! Say anything else you want to touch on here in the, 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 this uh, this episode before we we wrap things up here, partner? Good to be back. It's really good to be back, man. Yeah, I, I hope. Uh, I'm very excited for my child to come into this world, but I'm also hoping they hold off a little bit so we get the chance to do another one of these live. Exactly. You know, without having to wait a few weeks. That exactly. that would be uh, that would be pretty nice. This is this is long. I mean. I don't need to tell you. It's long overdue. I, I had to postpone it like seven different times to get Big this podcast going. You're not the only one that's going to be playing some golf this week, Kyle. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, wh- wh- where are you heading this weekend? Banded Dudes Golf oh, Resort. Oh, my goodness. Which, by the way, we were talking before this podcast started. I'm so excited and jealous. Uh, I've never been there in April. I, I've just, It's got to be so awesome, man. I, now, fresh off your first trip, but only yeah. less than a year ago. I mean, what, what, six months ago. What, what, are, what are the things you're telling your buddies you're going with that are going for the first time? Now that you, you know, you've got a little time on property, man. You you, you kind of know what the deal is around there. What, what's some of the wisdom you're imparting on some first timers? Uh, you know, the weather looks promising. <laughs> promising is good. Really, yeah, mid sixties. Uh, not the lows that we encounter. Uh, a lot of questions like, okay, what what's the amenities like in the room? What do I need to bring? And I'm like, maybe some jerky. I was like, they got whatever, you so covered. Don't whatever don't. cocktails you want, but they give you four waters every day. Coffee maker. Great room. The thing under the sink is actually a shoe warmer. <laughs> uh, uh, you're going to have trouble taking less than a 12-minute shower. Yes. The showers are powerful. Showers are amazing. Uh, Everything is so convenient. Uh, maybe some replays. we got a little more daylight. The extra uh, daylight is the one thing that I'm really excited for you for. I, I can't imagine you know getting to Bannon and being able to very casually play 36 without having to really really scoot on the back yeah, 18. So we're kind of playing a mid-morning to late morning round on friday saturday early morning then we're backing up with the preserve at two there's 48 of us going from Bennett valley uh and then Radical. our opportunity for replays are going to be on sunday and monday okay i'm really thinking and we're doing caddies this time as i told you right. really enhance the whole experience Maybe a few less three putts at Old Mac. That would be great. Uh, that, that would be a step in the right direction. But I'm thinking I, if I was going to do one replay, I think the one that I would want to do probably be Sheep Ranch just to see how much it has matured in five months. And that's funny because the course is so fresh yeah. that at this point, five months actually could potentially make a huge difference. Yeah. So I, I want to see if, if those uh, two different fairway types are trying to melt together a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I would think probably just because it's so different, if I was going to do two replays, I'd do trails. Yeah. I'd probably get a taste of both wide ends, of, far ends of the, totally. of the spectrum. So, it, taking caddies is hopefully going to help the ankles out. 
there will still be uh, some some ice. You will de- there will still be ice. You will still be sore, but you will be amazed at how much more refreshed you feel yeah. the following morning. Gotcha. That's, at least that that that's what the when I took started taking caddies for the first time, I just couldn't believe how much energy I had. Yeah, when I woke up in the morning, as opposed to lugging the bag around. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, it's gonna be great, man. I I, yeah. I am already excited. Not just because I'm always excited when we get to do podcasts, but I can't wait to hear about the you know, the follow up to your first round or to your first uh, trip to Bannon. Safe estimate on episodes of Tourist Sauce No Laying Up Bannon. Three a night. Three a night. <laughs> that is that's a, that's a safe number. That's Three a, a safe and number. I, and I probably watch Bannon. A movie's worth. I if probably you will. I probably watch Bannon one oh one like every other night. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I can't get enough of Kaiser, dude. Uh, oh, the guy's just a guru. I know it's it's, so he's cool. an inspiring fellow, man. When you get to actually watch, like listen to him talk, it's uh, it's and pretty damn cool. The McClay kid, it's so cool about him. you know he's like literally tab in the local in the local bar in Bandon, just recruiting fishermen and construction workers. A lot of those guys, by the way, have gone on to have careers in golf based on the work that they did at Bandon as well, which is pretty incredible. Dude. And his his line was, "Let me know when it gets to two hundred and fifty dollars." That's so cool. And cut it off. So cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I cannot wait to hear about uh, the trip, you trip when you get back. I, 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 I know. You're, you're, I start talking about you're it. I, I just, I just glow. You're absolutely glowing. It's, uh, it, 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 it's a perfect note to end the podcast. So on, good man. for the skin. Um, well, Boat, thank you so much, brother. This has been an you awesome, uh, awesome episode of the podcast. Any parting words for our, our fine listeners before we bid them adieu? It is that season, so when you're calling to book a tea time, if they are not forefront, for you know, forward, ask. Hey, just when, ask. When, when did you just ask? It, it's, it, it's a couple words. They're not. They're not going to be bothered unless they're, they're shady. Exactly. And they're if they're shady, gonna, you don't want to go there anyway. They're not going to be put off. It's it, it, there's notices and yeah. Just, but uh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a dry summer. So firm and fast. Get your golf in. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back with you soon. Until then, adios. See you, bro.